0: Welcome to episode four of Back Row, the fashion podcast that gets under the skin of the industry with me, Niva Donahue, and the lovely, lovely Ella McDermott, who just came back from Turkey with brand new teeth and boobs. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love how I'm tapping myself. Yes, I have turkey teeth, new hair, a BBL. I can't sit down. I'm currently standing. And sorry, did you see that there's like actual BBL, like blow up chairs that you can get? You know, like when, you know, in the like 90s or early 2000s, there was these like yeah, the bubble inflated, chairs. Yeah, the bubble chairs. Yeah. So there's like BBL ones.
0: <laughs> OK, OK, F- full, full disclosure, Ellen did not get. Turkey teeth or
1: turkey boobs or turkey <laughs> B-B-L? BL? Did you have fun on holidays? It was actually really good. Yeah. Do you know, it was really nice to walk around the markets as well. The weather was kind of hit and miss, but I managed to get some bit of a tan. And, uh, but it was good. It was good to walk around the markets. It was good to see all the like, you know, the fabrics that they make there. Sorry.
0: Ha- how did you know what to wear? My body does not know what to do when it hits more than 11
1: degrees oh no fully like I literally bought like a big heavy jacket with me and everything I bought like four bikinis and wore two and because I literally put on like the other two and was like these are awful I can't I can't wear them. Did you buy them all from Shein? Absolutely not. <laughs> I was just testing you um but yeah no turkey was really good um I realized that flip-flops are making a huge comeback I bought like the classic thong style flip-flops, they were literally one euro in pennies. And I will have that. I know, I know I'm going to have these for about seven years because I fell in love with them. I was like, where have flip-flops been all my life? Like I, the last time I wore flip-flops, I was seven and I was in like Spain with my parents. Like, oh, I can't get on board to anything that like grabs the middle of my toe. I can't. Oh my God. pongs for your feet. Thongs for no, your feet. No, I no I'm, I'm not on board. I No, fully. I'm telling you. Here right now, Back Row Podcast isn't exclusive. Flip-offs are making a comeback. I'm telling you right <laughs> you now. You heard it here first. Yeah, remember that. <laughs> but how was your week? How, you were off doing loads of bits.
0: Well, I, I went to London back to my old haunt to see all my, my work fam. And do some like, you know, in face circling back, please see my previous email kind of meetings. Uh,
1: (laughs) You're (laughs) such a one of those. You're such a one of those. I know.
0: If you could just circle back to my previous email, (laughs) Fred, it was such a culture shock going from the back arts of Mayo over to city Lights, London. It was really nice though. Got to like eat in my favorite Vietnamese restaurant, got to meet up with pals. It was just nice to like, I felt kind of normal, except I was still absolutely petrified of COVID and was dousing myself in hand Sani and doubling up on medical masks, even though I know you're not supposed to do that. It's like doubling up on a condom. Um, (laughs) I really don't think it's the same (laughs) same me. Can can a doctor confirm that (laughs) for me please? (laughs) Um, I'm not going to lie. I got the shopping bug when I saw the Zara home and the H&M home and the Arquette. And oh, they dragged me in deep, but I, I didn't buy anything. I, I refused. And then obviously I went straight into Liberty and like mentally put everything into my basket, walked out a bit sad and sorry for myself. Was there anything that in Liberty that you were
1: like, I actually really, really like this?
0: Uh, not really. Apart from the jewelry in Liberty. Oh my God. I And just as you walk in the door, where the flower stand is, if you take an immediate right, they have um, a vintage jewelry wall and the prices are actually not bad. Like maybe 200 pounds for like a gold vintage necklace and like really nice pieces. Like I'd love to treat myself to something like that, but I can, I can like miss the, the bags and the shoes there. Cause I feel like it's very like trend driven, pieces as opposed yeah. to maybe like the standout, like once in a lifetime kind of buys. But what I do love is the fact that they stock everyone from like acne and Ghani and rixo to like Victoria Beckham and like super highbrow stuff. And then just yeah. like middle of the road. Like you can grab like a basic t-shirt in there for like 50 pounds and you know, it's not like break the bank, but it, it's yeah. a lovely place to just, it's a lovely place to have a potter, you know?
1: I know. Yeah. Sometimes like I've gone in there, I've gone in there before in like really old Air Force ones that like the sole is coming off the bottom of the shoe. Like, and I look literally like I've been dra- dragged through a bush backwards. And then I've gone in there in like full get up, like, like Prada and this kind of thing. <laughs> the difference yeah. the, the the shopping assistants do or say to me, it's just like, it's
0: crazy. But um, yeah, it was, it was strange coming back from, from London, back to here, like to, Waterfall Heights. But shout out to Knock Airport. I know everybody's on this like rampage about how shite and hellish Dublin Airport is right now. But can I just say, Knock Airport, take my money for the rest of my life. You are amazing. You're gorgeous. You are fast. You are efficient. It was amazing. I could, I literally sailed through that air. There's one gate, by the way. It is the smallest. <laughs> the last time I saw an airport that small <laughs> was when I was in Kosamui when the airport was actually built of sticks. <laughs> it's just gorgeous. <laughs> So Um, when I'm going to my summer halls, I'm only going somewhere that flies to Knock Airport, which is approximately, uh, I'm I'm probably going to to Manchester or something for my summer holiday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was laughing at your airport get up. Like you're you were so you were so done up and chic. Like I'm, I wasn't. So the I was literally just I was literally just wearing a dress. Like
0: it was just a dress it was just because I exactly. left the house. A dress, yeah. Well, I don't really get my chance to wear many dresses here, so I was like, oh, I better put on something nice, you know.
1: You're always like uh, giving essence of regalness, like even oh. when you're going to the airport. Like Excuse what? Me?
0: What's going on? Like I don't know. I I live in that fantasy in my head where I'm like, oh, if somebody's in the airport and they I look like I'm walking somewhere with purpose and look. like like, you know, slightly put together. Oh, you're trying to do a Kate Moss. Trying to do a Kate Moss. Yeah. Didn't yeah, she yeah. Get discovered in the airports. Kate Moss got discovered in an airport by her agent before they got onto a flight. And now look at her. So basically, what I'm saying is I'm going to be discovered in an airport.
1: If anyone sees me just doing circles of Dublin Airport <laughs> or Knock Airport, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Discover me.
1: <laughs> um, but what about you? What kind of caught your eye this week? What's been going on in Ellen's world? What caught my eye on social media is, to be honest, there's been really good magazine covers that have come out in the last few weeks. I don't know if you saw the GQ Rosalina cover by uh, Jack Bridgeland. So basically Jack Bridgeland, I really hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, Jack Bridgeland is the guy that did the famous Robert Patterson cover. Crazy Batman uh, GQ shoot. The whole shoot is so good. I think he's a really good photographer and he's really like everyone's like going back to the, you know, YK2 kind of thing and he kind of fits into that, but he's just, just so y- Y2K. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> me, my three brain cells. Okay, serious
0: time. Macala, lay it on to me. Give me all of your hot takes, please, and thank yous. The commentary this year was simply perfection.
1: Who do you think actually nailed the team? Okay,
0: okay. From the top, we have Nicola Coughlin in Richard Quinn. Yeah. Billy
1: Eilish in Gucci, upcycled Gucci. Yeah, vegan leather shoes as well. She she was like, that was the most of the vegan leather shoes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Um, A dude of cash wore vintage Christian Lacroix again like absolutely divine I I think there was there was a good few people who absolutely like nailed the assignment another shout out just for Nicola Cochran because I just cannot get over it's her first Met Gala she wore Irish she uh, did an Instagram story during the gala being like quick reminder, I used to work in a spar. She's just <laughs> honestly, honestly, God, she's the best thing since sliced bread. We just love her so much. There was, there was a lot of people who followed the brief. And then there was like Anna Bloody Winter who came up with the theme and couldn't even follow it herself. There was, there was a tweet that literally hurled me to the floor <laughs> and it was like, she was alive in the Gilded Age and she still can't follow the theme. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even know where to start. To be honest, Overall, I, I was quite disappointed, but there was a couple of people that did really stand out and I think really nailed the theme. We have to talk about Kim K first. Listen, everyone loves to hate her, but at the end of the day she knows how to drum up some sort of social media conversation. And really, we got to talk about her, whether we like her or not. The only thing that stands out to me is how
0: dangerous it was that she was kind of bragging that she lost all this weight super quick on the fashion industry's biggest platform to millions of influential young people around the world. And that's just like been in my head ever since Monday night. I
1: heard that as well. And she's always been a little bit tone deaf and it's unless she gets a huge backlash, she'll come out and apologize. But it's never really an apology. It's always like you were I was misunderstood or it's taken out of context Mm. or this kind of thing. But at the end of the day, really, that was that was a bit tone deaf and she shouldn't have done it. At the end of the day, this is the woman who is pushing diarrhea tea. So,
0: you know, are we really that surprised? I thought that was Chloe. No, that was Kim. I mean they were all on the diarrhea tea at one point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think the um there was a lot of really good takes on Twitter about the Marilyn dress, you know, that it wasn't appropriate to put Kim K into a dress whose DNA is that of an actual icon, but yes, Kim has built up her own empire, her own world mm-hmm. in such a way that you know, she could be put up on the same pedestal as an as an icon like Marilyn. I'm not saying in my opinion, they're equal, but they could be to other people. Um, I just the, the weight thing is just hanging on me, and for that, I have to downgrade it to like I'll give it a two out of ten. I was thinking why she didn't do the big Marilyn curls; it would have turned into a costume. Then would have turned into a costume. Took the words out of my mouth. I think she was right to do like slick back. I'm still not sure. I don't understand the physics of the pointy boobs. Like I want to understand that. That was just the trend back then, 60 years ago, you know? No, but I want to know, is she wearing a pointed bra or is it is it made into the dress? That's what I want to know.
1: Oh, I'd say the dress is quite structured in that sense. But like she literally, she only had the dress on for like four minutes or something. Yeah, and then they like skedaddled it off of her. I thought the faux fur jacket thing, coat thing that she was wearing was a huge letdown to the look. I thought, I I get why she's not doing the big Marilyn hair and why she didn't, she wore those shoes, maybe because of why she's quite small, but like it really took away from the dress. Like it would look so cheap. It looked like Sheehan. Like you literally bought this like white yoke off sheen. Like it was so bad. <laughs> Marilyn would be turning in her grave if she saw that paired with that faux fur thing. Would you not go, would you not have bought a vintage faux fur I was fur just going to say like, what about like Dior's archive vintage fur
0: pieces that like yeah. actually have that real 19th, like 40s, 30s, like glamour element to them? And it's about as well, because like Pete was wearing Dior men. So like, oh my she, God,
1: she could have just dropped into the archive and just, you know, kind of borrow a fur stole. We need to give Pete a moment here. He, in my opinion, out of all men, this is a big sweeping statement, but I think he really nailed it. I oh thought God, he looked. out. I thought this the best he ever looked. No, I thought he he was wearing Dior and I thought it was I thought it was really good. Obviously, it wasn't on theme, but I think as. We've never seen this last year we saw him in Tom Brown and actually there's a lot of Tom Brown on the carpet this year. But last year it didn't really work like it wasn't that great this year. I thought he looked really well, but I cannot believe he was wearing Dior and Cara Delevingne was wearing Dior. She needs to be put in the bin. I can't believe Dior are like probably just in flames at the moment. That was such a disaster. As in this, as in you didn't like the suit. I didn't like any of it. Did Dior approve the gold painted upper torso and neck, but then she couldn't cover her tattoos. so It was like blotchy gold all over her body and her feet. It was so bad. And then the nip, the pasties. Hang on. That's an interesting take because I actually was
0: going to shout out like fair play to her for normalizing like what a normal body looks like. Because if you had looked closer, you would have seen that it wasn't patchy. It was that she didn't cover her psoriasis. She has quite bad psoriasis flare ups and you can see it all around her elbows and top of her arms. She didn't cover her tattoos either.
1: Can you not cover tattoos and paint? Oh, well, I have before. I don't know about that. Because she like, it, like her all her tattoos were visible. You can literally see mm. like it's all outlined. I get the psoriasis thing, but just don't do the paint. Like, don't do the gold paint. She has
0: some amount of confidence, like, or trust in those nipple covers.
1: And they're all coming off on the edges. I I was like, who's your stylist? Did you do it yourself? It's so bad. I la- I actually was like, that's the worst thing I've seen in a while. In a long, long time. I think that's so bad.
0: She gets away with it because it's Cara Delevingne. She has a wild personality. She always kind of brings the beauty element to it. She gives it red carpet style in only way that Cara Delevingne can
1: give it, you know? I just think this is the meth. This is the biggest fashion moment of the year. And you're doing nipple pasties that are coming off the <laughs> edges. Gold paint that's like, whether you have psoriasis or not, don't put the paint on in the first place. Like the whole thing was so bad. The seams on the trousers, Efton was literally like chronic. I was actually cringing for my life. She looked like she was getting ready to go to body and soul. She just needed a six pack of cans. Oh,
0: my God. Might as well. Like, What stressed me out was like all of the headlines come first thing Tuesday morning. We're like, celebrities brought Gilded Glamour to the Met Gala. And I'm like, did they? Did they really? (laughs) Like, I was quite surprised that so many celebs wore Burberry and Versace because, I mean, given the theme, I was just expecting a lot more like Tommy Hilfiger's
1: Ralph Lauren. The good thing about me and you is that the first people I look at are always the men. People in menswear That's the first people I look at Because I find that the most interesting And then I look at the women And I feel like we're the opposite But um, Bad Bunny I don't know if you saw He was... uh, you know, like everyone's nodding back to a certain era of time and he's from Puerto Rico. So he did that for like in his Puerto Rican heritage kind of thing. So it was like a nod to like women's wear, like a traditional women's wear, like cycling outfit, which is bizarre when you look up what it actually looked like back in the day because you're like, how the fuck would I actually cycle in that But It was actually really impressive. I thought you need to look up his Vogue getting ready with me video.
0: I love your... Your love for men's tailoring. I do. But when when it's at these big award shows, I'm like, give me frothy, give me volume.
1: But you can still do that in men's tailoring. Did you see Paul Meskel? Yeah.
0: And I can't stop thinking about with the stash. I love the stash. But there was a tweet going around on uh, Tuesday morning with like Paul Meskel's journey from Crow Park to the (laughs) Met Gala. And it's like him at like a junior final uh, in Gashorts.
1: And then suddenly like with Phoebe Bridges and Macala. I know I saw I saw him getting interviewed by Emma Chamberlain at the top of the stairs. Or I saw him because <laughs> I was there <laughs> as if you were there. like yeah. um, I saw the video of him getting interviewed by Emma Chamberlain at the top of the stairs. And you can't take him seriously. She was like, OK, so like, who are you wearing? And he was like, I'm wearing custom Valentino and something, something, something. And I was just like, you, you're you literally like two weeks ago, you were in Kildare Gash or at Coachella. Like, who do you think you are? But I actually I actually thought it was really good. But his partner in crime, Phoebe Bridgers, oh my God, I loved it. She can do no wrong. And, and like the, so did you see up close like the patterns? Yeah, it was so striking. It was inspired by, by um, Keith Haring's drawings. Was it? Yeah. So all his like little motifs that you would know, like everyone knows like Keith Haring stuff. Yeah. That was inspired by So when you look at it, you're like, holy shit, this is like a, this is like a Crystal embroidered Hand embroidered Hand embroidered um, Like when you um, see it up close You're like There is literally A million billion
0: Little Diamantes on this dress Like It is absolutely stunning Can't believe it's handmade She looked the part And I thought the makeup was Stunning Like the dark lip Simple makeup For the rest of the face And the dark nails yeah. yeah, she just nailed it for me And the same with um, Daisy Edgar Jones Like she's she's always like quite like Pared back in terms of like glamour and accessories But she just like She literally looked like a walking disco ball In Oscar de la Renta And I loved every single step It was just gorgeous Yeah, agreed right now, I would
1: have liked a little bit of an updo But that's just not her like, Not her,
0: no, you know? no no,
1: not everyone has to go balls to the wall. Not everybody has
0: to go balls to the wall. I really missed Billy Porter this year. I feel like he would have, if he was there, he would have wore some kind of fabulous Ralph Lauren or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Obviously, Zendaya would have been great. Gaga would have been great. Um, that's why I think we're so critical this year of stuff, because there wasn't many people that we really fell in love with. Um what did you think of uh, Travis Barker And Kourtney Kardashian She was in a Deconstructed version Of his suit Kind of thing If that makes yeah, sense it, yeah. it reminded me of like Comme des Garcons a bit Actually that's who I thought it was Before
0: finding out It was Tom Brown uh, Honestly like I'm not about the the Kourtney and Travis Hype train But I appreciate That they were there They looked well As a couple I thought the dress Was an interesting Take on like Modern tailoring But I it definitely Didn't feel like it was on like on theme for me. I I actually liked Kylie's off white dress. No. But it, again, if, if it doesn't tick the box for the team for me, I'm just like, why why are you here? Like there should be bouncers on the door to be like, not, not tonight, love.
1: Sorry, if you're not like getting into that theme. But then Anna Intour herself wouldn't get in. I actually really... I I actually really didn't like Kylie's outfit. And I know it's so sad because that was a moment that could have been really special. And and her whole thing was that like she was supposed to be dressed by Virgil in 2020, but obviously we didn't have a met that year. So she was like, This is a really special one for me because I'm 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 finally wearing off-wise. It was just it was a moment missed. I don't think I just there was too many wedding looks. Sydney Sweeney yeah. and another wedding look. It did, it just was like Meh, it just was felt flat. I actually thought her after party look was better. She should have worn that for the Oh first my god, hundred percent. When I saw the yeah. photos,
0: it's like, babe, why didn't you just wear this to the real deal? Like I know. I thought Hailey Bieber looked well. She always kind of has that glamorous YSL muse look
1: to her anyway. She was the only person in, in Saint Laurent. She looked really comfortable. She looked really chic. It was like, it was, it was gorgeous. I really liked the black sheer tights, everything. It was, it was a really nice, comfortable outfit. Don't really know how it fits in with the theme, but she looked comfortable.
0: It ties in perfectly. She like paid homage to Jerry Hall, like the OG supermodel. Okay, 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 fair, fair, fair.
1: Actually, what do you think of Lila
0: Ross's uh, red outfit? Um, regardless of the outfit, I like absolutely adored that she was, um, she was showing off her insulin pump. I love that. Oh, really? Yeah, she She always does. But like she, she has diabetes. Where, where is that? Is that on an arm? On your arm? No, it's on, it's on her thigh. She was wearing it in, with underneath the, the Burberry dress. I actually love the dress. Like I, I honestly love the dress, but again, it wasn't, fitting in with the theme. So it was a bit like, uh-uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, I I really like it like that. It's so empowering and like normal for people to see like that other, that, you know, famous celebrities have health issues and are are dealing with it and are like incorporating their, their devices or whatever they need to get them through the day into their amazing wardrobes. And
1: I love that. That's very empowering for anybody going through a chronic illness interesting that we didn't see any Balenciaga. Is that because their big show is coming up at the end of the month? I would say so. And I'd say everyone in the atelier was like, fuck off. I don't have time. Go away. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say they're having an absolute mare at the minute trying to get everything ready for the show. Everything with Balenciaga is strategic. So... I really don't think it's like they didn't have any time. I think everything with Balenciaga is strategic. If Burberry can have time to pump out a collection and
0: then do all of those looks for the Met, I don't know. I'm sure there's some strategy around I it. I think there is going to be a yeah. strategy, yeah. Yeah, but I I can't believe it's all over for another year, but um, it would be pretty unjust not to mention that while our favourite celebs were avoiding the Metcala theme on the red carpet, a draft Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe versus Wade was being leaked and published on Politico.com, which if you've Been looking at the news in the last 48, 72 hours has been quite intense. So basically, the Supreme Court, which is America's highest court and is now packed to the brim with conservative justices appointed by Trump. They're all currently deliberating on a Mississippi abortion law that could ultimately end current abortion laws, which were brought into effect in 1973, I think it was, which is after the famous Roe versus Wade case. The case, which at its core is asking whether a 15-week ban on abortion can be introduced, will basically have life-changing effects on the legality of abortion nationwide across the states. So, well, if the court decides that this 15-week ban can go forward, it will completely kind of like get rid of the old laws, which state that you can have an abortion at around 24 to 28 weeks in most cases. So it looks like it looks like abortion could become illegal again in America, which will be absolutely devastating for millions of women. And if Roe versus Wade was to be overturned, it looks like approximately 26 states are basically certain to ban abortion or at least make like completely radical changes to it. Like if you you can't access safe abortion after like six weeks and most women wouldn't even know they were pregnant at six weeks. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, the final court ruling is going to happen in June. I've been stuck to like um, the Boston Globe and the New York Times to see all of the, the women and men coming out in their droves to support safe and legal abortion, because ultimately you can never ban abortion. You can just ban safe abortion. It's always going to happen. It's yeah. just whether or not it can happen in a safe environment under the, the care of practitioners versus back alley
1: abortions like you saw in Ireland up until very recently. God, this whole thing gives me chills. Like the fact that, what did you say, 26 states, this could happen too?
0: It could, yeah. The the abortion ban could be overruled. And basically what it means is that States will have to take the law into their own hands and, and appoint their own abortion laws, which means that, you know, so like super conservative states like Mississippi could introduce a complete no abortion ban. And then Texas might say, OK, uh, abortion after six weeks or if there's like no abortion um, in certain cases of like familial rape, like horrible, horrible, horrible situations I can't even fathom thinking about. But there's um there's a brilliant piece by a journalist called Molly Longman. On Refinery29.com And if you're Struggling to kind of Wrap your head around What the papers That were leaked were Or even just a bit More information About Roe versus Wade I would definitely Check that out Because um, the piece Kind of like Just puts together The news in a really Like clear and concise way Because it can get a bit Like brain foggy Reading all these
1: Headlines as well mm-hmm. I saw um, Phoebe Bridgers Put up a thing on her story And she was saying That last October When she was on tour She actually had an abortion Which to be honest I was very surprised That she put that Like she's millions Of followers and and it just goes to show that, like, so many celebrities are publicly coming out being like, this is absurd. I can't believe this is a thing that we're talking about in 2022. And like the fact that she's had to make something so personal, so public. Um, She put up a big list of places that you can donate as well. Um, We can link it in the bio of our podcast as well. Yeah, I was I was
0: looking for um, like my heart feels so heavy for literally like the thousands and thousands of women who are like, having to relive their traumatic experiences and share them in these like open forums all about like their their experiences of abortion. But I think what it has shown the masses, or at least I hope is that these important and courageous stories are indicative of how vital it is to have access to safe and legal abortion and that it is happening every single day. And we've had these conversations time and time again when we were going through repeal, we, we are starting to normalize it. But the fact is that, well, let's say it how bloody is men shouldn't be making laws about women's bodies and yeah you know it's it's very like repeal 2.0 but we just have to wait and see what happens and um like that if you can donate to any uh, worthy causes who are fighting the good fight then please do and we will try and share some links in the show notes and on social as well In other weird and wacky news this week, Gani just dropped summer sandals with uh he's sitting down. <laughs> what? Show. As in the orthopedic brand. As in the orthopedic what? shoes. Yeah.
1: Show. Oh, come on. Okay. I've said it for like literally months now. Ghani needs to be also put in the bin. Gani, are you okay? Are Ghan- <laughs> the whole team at Ghani are taking mushrooms. The whole team. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're all taking shrooms and They need to hydrate themselves. I'm going to write a personal letter to Ganny's team and be like, please, are you guys hydrated? Because you're making (laughs) crazy decisions right now.
0: But I thought you love an old clog. They're coming out with a uh, selection of sliders and clogs. And uh, they're actually really expensive. Like I'm all about comfort footwear, but like £150 for clogs. Wait, I need to look this up right now. I'm going to send you the link
1: right this second. Hang on. Okay. okay. these are so awful. (laughs) These are the most awful things I've ever seen in my life. Even for me, these are awful. These are really bad. Even for the croc queen, it doesn't matter. Listen, there's a difference between the crocs are comfortable. But let's just these—they're wooden flip flops. Wooden flip flops. They're not even like thong style. They're just with a piece of material gone over. They're literally what every art teacher, like middle-aged art teacher in secondary school, wears on holidays. Be nice. I am being nice. They're so bad. Like, Ghani, are you OK? Please hydrate. When I was in Turkey and I saw all those knockoffs, this looks like a knockoff of Ghani. Someone put like, like literally like a Blenciaga, or I was about to say a Blenciaga thing on Crocs, but that was actually done. I mean, like a uh, Ralph Lauren logo on... I don't know. Actually, that's really interesting because I
0: was going through my phone the other night, all old photos of traveling a few years ago, and I was in Vietnam, and we went to some markets. And I tell you, actually, was traveling that like truly changed my consumption habits for me as a shopper to see the mountains of waste on on the streets, in forests, washing up on the beach. Oh my god, it was it completely transformed my view on fashion because I was seeing where it was ending up. I was seeing the villages that it was destroying, and I was in this market one day, and uh, <laughs> this woman was uh, selling uh, shoes and handbags, but they were like Clark's shoes with plastic Chanel logos
1: stuck oh onto my the front God. of them. They love an El Chanel logo. I regret not buying them. I should have bought them. <laughs> I only took photos of them. But like I will say, I was very surprised because my brother was like, "You're not going to believe the how good the fakes are," and I was like, "Nah." Like I literally do this for a living. Like for a living, I look at luxury shoes and bags and clothes and all this kind of stuff like I know I can spot a fake from a mile away and he's like no 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 like I promise you like you're going to be shocked and then the first shop there it was like it was like just you know market of like different you can buy like um textiles and all this kind of stuff and then you'd have the random like handbag shop so you'd like be walking by most of them but the first shop that we walked by there was a pair of like stiletto Pump Stiletto heels And it was like Plastered in the Traditional like Gucci logo Like the brown and beige And then it had a big Balenciaga along the side And and my brother was like Oh lol That they have the two Like Gucci logo And then Balenciaga Across the side And I was like No They did a collab. Like they're act. That's actually a really good. Like I was surprised how like up to date they were with the fakes. Like it was mad. Mm -hmm. I actually I picked up a few things. And to be honest, again, I can I can spot a mile. It's like it's actually annoying. Like that I can spot like uh, fakes from a mile away. Do you think that makes you a snob? I love. I would never say it out loud. Even though I'm saying on a podcast and I'm recording this f- for the world but it's re it is really annoying because you'll walk into any kind of high street shop and you'll be like that's a knockoff of that mm. that's mm-hmm. last season of that like blah 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 and like everything just looks like a massive downgrade because I'm so conditioned to seeing this like great clothes on a regular rate basis but um so it is quite annoying. Yeah. But I've just learned, like, I'm just, I'm getting into second hand clothes and, and thrifting and that kind of stuff. Welcome to the good side. I know. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. So I'm, I'm getting there. Sorry, but surely
0: me personally, I wouldn't buy fake goods because I know how damaging it is to the industry. And yeah. I don't want to be part of that problem of like counterfeit goods, but also no shame at all. No, no shame. That's just me personally. It's something I've yeah. written about in the past. I understand. Yeah. I know the corruption that's involved in, in these counterfeit rings. I don't want to be part of that, but equally like my best friend from home is an absolute fiend for a fake bag on the internet and like would go around with the fake Louis V and like, I'm like, go get them girl. Love that for
1: you. But it fully, personally fully. isn't for me. Yeah. Um, I'd rather go without, which I am currently. <laughs> Yeah, fully. I'm pretty much a dumbass with my money. Like I bought these um Pradas, but they're like Tiva, you know, Tiva, uh, Tiva sandals, but they're Pradas. So they're basically the same as a Tiva, except one strip of fabric says Prada. They've almost been swept away in the ocean twice. <laughs> Did you bring them to Turkey? Absolutely. Oh, I ended dangerous. up wearing the one euro uh, pennies thong style uh, flip-flops more than I wore them I think
0: you're you're very smart with like accessory choices like you've a very like curated edit of shoes and bags and they they're all like very good like premium black leather and like you have a proper like grown-up accessory wardrobe have you also seen that your favorite handbag in the world is trending because of Zara no no um glass handbags yeah are back because in fashion. Of- because of Zara Did you not see that?
1: Zara what? knocked it off Stop the lights They did not already Like literally <laughs> Go on to Home in Heaven's Instagram They have an Instagram story up right now And they're literally like You know you've made it When Zara knock you off They have a glass handbag I don't know if it's for sale But they literally Fully I don't know if it's for sale But it's like literally So, so, so obvious that it's a knockoff
0: The glass bag Oh my god Zara have ripped off The glass bag I'm (laughs) shook I'm actually shook It's actually just You can't make the shit up Like Zara what is wrong with you This is a weapon (laughs) (laughs) Zara is selling weapons Oh man Oh god Right what's on your radar this week What's on your radar this week You go first Okay well Have you ever heard of P.C.L. clothing Coming in P.C.L. clothing Absolutely not (laughs) Um, I've been insta-stalking them for, since before lockdown anyway, it's a UK clothing company who upcycles sustainable one-off shirts from vintage tablecloths. Okay. You can't get any more sustainable than this. I'm telling you, but all of the- You're the such table- a granny. You are the most granny. Literally <laughs> wearing
1: tablecloths at this stage. You're going to be wearing <laughs> doilies. You're going to be doing Cara Delevingne with the nipple pasties, but with doilies. <laughs>
0: oh, with doilies. Totally. Yeah. Left, and loud. Um, they, they source- the most amazing tablecloths from like Colombia, Italy, France, Spain, all around the world. But it's all um like back in the 60s and 70s, all of the embroidery was hand done. So the quality and the thickness of the shirts is they're honestly just gorgeous. And they're all kind of like a line and boxy fit. How much are we talking? Anywhere between 180 to 200 pounds. So they're not cheap. These are mm-hmm. not cheap. But Everything is a complete one-off. Um, the the recut and the finish on them is just gorgeous. If if like me, you like wearing things that are kind of oversized but flattering, and a lot of them come with like drop shoulder and Cuban style collars. I and they're they're so unique. Oh, like some of them have like very delicate feminine and um, like embroidered flowers, and others have like. Uh, like time for Guinness and like a big pint on the side of it. And others have like, uh, like wild horses running on the back. Like they're just, they're very like, they're not what for wallflowers. Okay. This brand is not for wallflowers. Um, But I just love that. Like they're all one-offs. Picole release, like super small collections at the end of each month. And like, these are almost like something that you could honestly put into a frame and stick it on a wall. Like they're just gorgeous. I'd love to buy one
1: eventually. Do it girl. Absolutely. I'll tell you something that's in my basket this week. And I really want something from the brand called Sunny. It's like S-U-N-N-E-I. Do you know them? No. They just do such cool bags. Like they do cool jewelry and bags and everything. It's the shape that's so unique. It's like shapes and bags we haven't seen before and and like color combos and stuff. Yeah,
0: it makes me feel like I could wear one of these bags going into the middle of a forest look chic, but also come back out again alive and then just rock into like uh, the Ned in London or something
1: Sonny is an Italian menswear and womenswear brand love um, but it gives very menswear overall which I kind of love um, and it was founded in 2015 it's very new uh, Simone Rizzo and Laris Messina is behind it they started off with menswear and now they do womenswear and it's just gorgina overall it's so 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 good you didn't just um, say gorgina. <laughs> Um
0: also, how can we not mention Richard Quinn is the 2022 winner of the BFC Vogue Designer Fashion Fund? I mean, obviously, he's absolutely slaying. Yeah, but yeah, but he walks away with
1: a £200,000 uh, prize fund. Bury mean that. On my wedding day, I've decided I want two outfits. Like I know my outfits before I know my person that I'm actually getting married to, which I really don't care about. But I really want this richard quinn like outfit for like the party after and it's like it's it's like this short dress have i ever shown it to you i feel like i have um it's basically this like short dress with like loads of feathers coming out of it um a huge headband which i don't know if i'm really about the headband life but i would wear it Um, Do you have any like new music for me that I should be listening to this week since I'm like culturally deprived? Well, to be honest, anything over the last three years will probably be new music to you. But I think, (laughs) I think, um, sorry, was that too harsh? Um, Do you follow Omar Apollo? Because I think he absolutely slaps.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you, I watched the Abercrombie documentary.
1: Oh, okay. What do you think? What do you think? Holy
0: fucking! Sh- I just can't believe
1: I spent so much money on that brand as a as a teenager. I, you're you're buying you're 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 buying coolness, like as in you're not buying clothes, you're buying something to make you cool. And
0: it still wasn't cool anyway. So what was the point? I just damaged I people. It was so eye opening. The I think it was nine people who put the lawsuit through the courts, they are absolutely incredible people. And they're all gone on to be like doctors and lawyers and academics, like incredible people. And they really just fought for what they believed in. Uh, but holy shit, that sleazeball CEO gave me the like made the blood drain from my spinal cord. I know, even it was, the look of
1: him, even the yeah, look of him, yeah. Like,
0: ugh, he just instant ache. Like I was watching it on the flight over to London and just, oh God, ugh, it was, it was a great documentary though. I'd love to see one on
1: Nasty Gal. Like I'd love to see one of those documentaries on her. Interesting. Because one of my questions was, who do you think is the Abercrombie equivalent today? Apart from Sheehan. Um, Apart from Shein. No, but Shein isn't the same. Shein is just cheap clothes that are trendy. But who is the brand that is Cap- capitalizing on racism? You mean that also? But who's the brand that you buy to buy the brand and not to buy the actual physical garment? Oh, interesting. Um are, are we saying
0: that like we have unlimited supply of money or we have our regular people money? the world's oyster unlimited supply oh if the world was my oyster i'd be like dress me in the rose so i can pretend i'm bougie but like real real life world uh i mm, i don't have a brand like that like maybe when i was a bit younger when i like wanted to be cool it was probably dare i say a juicy couture okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was definitely one of those
1: brands and then um i don't know what about you I think in a way, Montclair is a little bit like that, even though it's obviously very well made. But you're like people, Does the Montclair people that are buying the Montclair coats because it says Montclair and not for like a well-made coat. But it's the same with Gucci as well. It's the same with all of those like luxury brands. Uh, there's like a certain group of people like that are, you know, wearing obviously the Montclair coats because... It says Montclair And then it's also The other group of people Which is literally Every second person I see On any dating app Which is like Heavily logoed Gucci Burberry Whatever the heck Blenciaga Thing And I need you to do I need you to do A whole episode On like
0: dating And the fashion industry Like the world needs that But I think If you just stand outside Brown Thomas On Grafton Street Any given Saturday You'll see exactly The type of people Who uh, flock towards Branded logos But I suppose That's part of the Allergic Yeah it's part the wheel of commodity, isn't it? Like there's, there's, there's always going to be brands to, to whet the appetites of those who really want to like wear big logo things and be part of like, or make them feel like they're part of the luxury fashion circle. But yeah. The Michael Kors. Oh, I had a, I had a Michael Kors watch and a Michael Kors bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I actually could have guessed that. I could have guessed that. <laughs> it's cause I'm really basic, isn't it? Oh, so the most basic of a person I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay Actually,
0: Michael Kors is definitely one of those Sorry And Calvin Klein, 100% they, the, the knickers and the bras are actually quite shite And I only spent loads of money on them Because I was like, oh, they're super hot and sexy And they're going to make me feel super empowered No, no, they don't
1: yeah, no, fully. What's that? What was that ad campaign? It was like, I'm something, something in my Calvins. I'm like, what, you're you're uncomfortable with your knickers up your arse and your <laughs> Calvins. Is that it? Because I was. Um, what was I going to say? There's this hair jewelry designer that jumped out on my Instagram. She literally leapt up through my phone and was like, hey, it's me. Oh, my God, I'm a hair jewelry designer. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed. So basically hair jewelry designer hair. Um, Her name is Kumari Amano. Another name I've absolutely butchered. And she does the most unbelievable <laughs> hair pieces like made out of like silver and gold. So basically it's an extension oh. from our Y2K. Wait, when you said hair, I was thinking of like a braided
0: bracelet of hair, like not like extensions. You really like let that in really badly. I'm just going to
1: say that. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. We're not doing a Julia Fox like bag made out of hair moment here. We're doing the opposite. We're doing ha- like accessories for your hair. But made out of like silver
0: okay, so oh yeah i'm I'm into that like it's it's very festival vibes,
1: but like all year round festival vibes, yeah, but actually, just to go back to the Julia fox thing, I would wear a a hair handbag, no shame, of course you would, okay, so I just sent you um the hair jewelry designer, oh, my good god, this is
0: so why didn't you say this was like like chic hair accessories rather than hair like jewelry. Oh yeah. This is amazing.
1: Isn't it? It's so cool. This is so,
0: okay. I have to share this on Insta. These are absolutely so chic. So like you could pull these off if you had a short bob or like long hair. So, and so like they're basically... What are those like long clips that you used to put through your bun, but like they look like sterling silver versions of that. And then there's 3D sculptures you can wrap around your ponytail. There are like little bobbles, like sterling silver bobbles that like sit on top of
1: your pony. These are absolutely amazing. And like, so this, this, the long stick is basically the same shape as like a, like a chopstick, if you can imagine that. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's basically like, it's an extension of the, the hair clips that every single like girl has been doing at the moment like the claw yeah. clips like yeah I yeah, actually yeah. think the next trend is going to be or us using these like chopstick shaped like things so basically like twist your hair up in like a like a twisty knot thing and just like shove this in the side and it's so cool oh my god I absolutely it makes me never want to cut my hair but even if you had short hair like you've much shorter hair than me and you could absolutely do like a half up do like half down do and do this
0: Yeah, these are just like a really good way of like, if you're having a bad hair day and you just want to get up and go like, this is the chic way to do it. These are amazing. Absolutely following her. She's a really cool girl. Give her a follow. All right. Well, I love you and leave you. And um, I hope you're, thanks for the music, Rex. And
1: I'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.